Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. We're here with Cody Rhodes. Spoke to you just a couple weeks ago, and you're a busy man. It's SummerSlam weekend. You just did a fan service event. Now you're you're continuing continuing that service, signing these uh, very popular weight belts. I do want to know something funny about the weight belt. So I was all excited when I came back at WrestleMania in Dallas to have the weight belts ready to be released, but also the little kid weight belts, the uh, youth yes. weight belts. I have come to find out that even the little kids are more interested in the actual weight belts. Yeah. So what I thought was going to be this grand slam is, uh, I don't know, we'll say a double. We'll say it. it was, I thought it was a genius idea. Nope, but they want the real deal, man. Would you ever the real deal? Would you ever do full on like foam everything? Like what are what are the the kids weight belts? Are they just smaller scaled? Yeah, Admittedly, I don't have a, the kids soft, weight belt. Soft. How would we describe the kid weight belt? It's, it's kind of like a, a styrofoam. Yeah. Okay. What what all do we have in in our in our like Rolodex of merchandise for me? For yeah. The pendant. Yeah. There's something with foam that I like. Oh, it's the, the foam. Foam the Lizogo, yeah, yeah. Every every kid wants like the, the foam gimmick, yeah, right? Foam, you know, foam is a. Uh, it's just part of it, right? I had, I had a foam championship belt when I was little, like the foam intercontinental title. I think it was. Like those were bangers. I feel like I had a Hogan. Uh, I had a Hogan foam foam finger for sure. I had everything though as a kid. Didn't save anything. Did you save any of your stuff from me? Uh, I tried to. Uh, my mom thought that pro wrestling gave me ADHD, so I didn't get to keep any of that. Okay. How? <laughs> that might. Well, let me tell you, it worked out for me. It worked out for me. Yeah. So. No. 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 Um, that's that's. I haven't heard that before. But well, uh, I mean, in fact, uh, I, that was not what caused it, and she ended up being quite all right with it. So, but so we're talking about moms. Here's a scoop for you. I was obviously my dad had me when he was 39, so I'm clearly not planned. They had had a child already who has like five baby books. My sister Teal has legit five different baby books. I have one baby book and it's only half full. And it goes from me being a baby 
to I'm all of a sudden four years old on the soccer field. So they weren't documenting a lot of my progress. They let me just grow on my own, really, you know? Not well, no, no heat, no heat, but. Well, that's why you got a great new documentary on Peacock that I hear is doing pretty well. Yeah, somebody should leak those numbers. Well, I wish they would. Somebody should leak those numbers. Yeah, the Peacock on documentary, the documentary on Peacock, I'm glad it resonated or found an audience because I can honestly tell you, I when it's about you and it's that specific and that singular, it's very hard to tell if it's any good. It's yeah. very hard to tell. It if was it's, very good. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm a wrestling documentary geek. I've got like over 200 of them, hard copies. Uh, this one's for Trev. Yo, Trev. Trev. On, Trev, on, that, on footage, we're going to see this personalized for Trev. Trev T-R-E-V? Yeah. Thanks for all your help, by the way. He's not being mean to you or anything, is he? Okay. <laughs> not more than normal. I know that store is pushing it. All right, there we go. I'm going to steal this yeah. one. You got it. Or tis. I'll sign it, too. Look at that. Special moments here yeah, in Detroit. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Here with uh, Mamie No. His name is Cody Rhodes. I spoke to you uh, just a few weeks ago on the red carpet yes. of your documentary, which was phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. I just mentioned I'm a big geek for wrestling documentaries. Got great, which you know, obviously do not say mine. I'm boys, you're, before mine existed, what are your favorite documentaries? Mm, okay, I was a little partial. Like, do you mean WWE produced documentary or just wrestling documentary? Honestly, you know, just doc. I thought Jerry Borash did a great job with the Forever Hardcore documentary. Like it was, it was seen it was good. Huh? It was uh, sort of a non WWE telling of the ECW story, and it was it was a lot of uh, interesting shoot interviews, things like that. I, I really enjoyed that. JB is one of those guys who's given a lot, still giving a lot, especially with NXT and what he's doing. So I could see that being really good. I liked the. Uh, Triumph and Tragedy of World Class Champions. Fantastic. Very. That one, and then the uh, AWA, the legacy of the AWA. What they said, a spectacular? Yeah, spectacular legacy of the AWA. Then they got it at the right time because Vern's no longer with us. That was, yeah, that was a real, I like those a lot. I was, I was very partial to those because I really loved, uh, really loved documentaries about things that I don't know a lot about. I didn't grow up on the AWA or world class or anything like that. So I got to learn an awful lot about uh, those two promotions as a result. I get to learn a lot about you. And in this uh, Becoming Cody Rhodes documentary, I feel like you knew most of what was in I knew some of it. Yeah, most of it. I knew some of it. I mean, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know ultimately even what you provided about why you left i knew that you left aw but didn't know why you left yeah and that's still uh got a big question mark on it but i i think actually for the question mark i think actually to tomorrow maybe it all depends i think the next time we just did that media scrum and that yeah. first question was about something that's not happening here i think i'm gonna just not decline. You don't want to decline. Sure. No comment. I think I'm going to politely tell folks that these questions get me like more slack than they do help. And, sure. And because I like to answer, but then if you see like, okay, no, he the wrestle purists, but they just run these quotes. Picture you. Here's the quote. And the truth is, yeah, you said it, but you said it in the context of a larger story. So I think tomorrow I'm going to kind of. If if tomorrow's the day, who knows? Who people though. I think I might just say, hey, you know what? Like, 
I have given my answer about that time, and it was a really wonderful season of my life. Ask another question. Sure. That might be the way I go. Uh, dare I ask one related question? Sure. We had, not, I haven't put it down. Okay. So when the, once the embargo goes down, it's like Cuban cigars, get yours in, you know, JFK style. Why did you stop appearing on Being the Elite? Oh, gosh, I don't even remember. Because I, I remember the one instance where you popped up and you said, hey, no. don't edit me out. I think, uh, I think the workload for me was the problem because I actually was really proud of the exorcism of Cody Rhodes and uh, the, the exorcism of Cody Rhodes and pretty much like, everything I'd done on there. But I treated that same way I'm treating SummerSlam in terms of I was very committed, very all in. And with the job that I had and the other job I had, I think I just kind of fell out of uh, the normal cast. Plus the cast change. I want to say my last appearance is the the drone shield. Yeah, they go by. Yeah, I think that's it. And I loved, I loved that. I thought that was a good way to to go out. You never know that 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 that's a show that's everywhere. So who knows? I could I could make a cameo. I could make a return. There's a lot of things, a lot of fun that was had there for sure. Well, how did you look at your documentary? How, how did it come out to you? Because I know specifically one thing that you said that you were not planning on ever rewatching again was the match where you revealed your injury. Yeah, and of course, that was featured in the documentary. It's, you know what? That didn't bother me as much as gross. You know, seeing like the kendo stick sure. go into it. And then it's also gross if you had ever talked to Doc Dubious and he tells you about when they cut me open and just squirted blood for like not oh. 90 seconds just straight in the air and then they're like oh it's good now from all the pressure and everything that had been built up and yeah so i i don't i it didn't bother me as much i think the thing about the doc i really was honest in a sense that i couldn't tell if it was good if it was bad if it was great if it wasn't anything because it's about me and it's it's singular to that story um the thing i i was trying to really get out of there alive with was i don't like crying i don't i don't love it and i am often crying crying in an interview crying in the ring something happened to me and i don't know when because this never was the case and it just become i think as the story's so real it's just genuinely a lot of emotion and the stakes for me are different from other people's stakes not diminishing their stakes but having my family now it's just it's it's been an adjustment. So I was I was trying to get out of that dock without crying, you know, uh, so much because I don't know, you know, like after a while, it's hard, man. You know, like say something funny, you do something. Sure. You know, um, I didn't want it to be melancholy, and then even with the finish that it had, which was going to be a somewhat dark finish. Uh, yeah, that was the only thing I really thought when watching is over crying a lot here. I mean, I don't know how much of a match like that that you all even have planned by the time you get hurt. But how much of that goes out the window and it is adjusted to, well, we can't avoid this elephant on my shoulder. I think the secret of what we do is that's a day where it was like really sacred. Um, I, I had said, uh, I told, I said somewhere in an interview again, doing a lot of interviews, a lot of press, you say things. I said that Seth had made a decision that day that would for however I'm like altered in the career. Obviously not sharing his, what he did, but I don't think it's that not obvious. I think it's obvious the choice that he made. And uh, I, 
I have, I already had a lot of respect for him. I don't like talking about him in interviews. He doesn't like talking about me in interviews. Um, but I will hear, I have a lot of respect for him. That day, my respect grew endlessly. I had a guy, a fan come up to me in the uh, airport at JFK the other day. And he was asking about, he had said that I had heard Seth was unsafe. And I, I guess that was a rumor at some point or a thing that was, buddy, my gosh, that's no, no, I, I'm in there. I'm physically in there. And I have been in there with everybody from every company all over the entire world. Seth is top three of our generation. I don't even know where I want to put him in that number, but that guy knows what he's doing. Or not only the question ones, but that's where I'm sticking, sticking on any one. We are about two Brock Lesnar matches away from you being able to do the F5 by your own rules, I believe. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I did a snake eyes on a live event the other day, and I felt like King Kong. I uh, I don't know if you'll ever catch me doing a, a a Brock like an F5, but I would love to steal something from Brock's arsenal. Because, uh, man, I always love the Brock lock. He's so, so unique and so different. And I'm not going to say anything nice about Brock or go on and wax poetic about him. But I will say this. When Brock is not around sports entertainment and wrestling anymore, I then think people will realize, oh, my gosh, what we had in the Beast. What a presence. What a what a huge force. Um we're living in the most profitable era of WWE. Brock Lesnar is a huge part of that. Um, so my hat's off to him in regards to that. That's the only nice thing about you're getting about Brock. We're hours away from SummerSlam here at Ford Field. This is your your third go around. A lot of people wondered, like, you know, how would this match go? Would it be the, the singles match? Would it be a stipulation match? Anything like that? And uh, somebody in WWE said, you know what? We're selling out houses pretty well by not doing stipulations. Uh, how, how do you feel about that personally? I don't think either of us would have wanted a stipulation, and that being the reason neither of us won an L. There's, you can, in the stipulation, you can have an L. Neither of us won an L. Brock's either going to beat me or I'm going to beat Brock, and those are huge. You know, man, Brock may not consider that a big, big deal, but it is. And in my case, if I was able to, to pull it out, I can't. I can go ahead and gladly say, "What else is there for you? If you've been able to heat Brock Lesnar not once, but twice, that's uh, that's punching a ticket somewhere very, very lofty and special, and that's what I want to do." We've talked about you finishing the story, which was a, a big part of that documentary that I really enjoyed, yeah. and, and you put it pretty bluntly in London. Uh, the, the new World Heavyweight Championship is great, but specifically. It still is the WWE Championship. Yeah. When that World Heavyweight Championship was created, it was a part of you. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall 
is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like, I wonder if yeah, oh, they'll try to make this the end of my story when oh. it's not the end of your story. No, I don't. I don't think that was ever um, something in terms of like on the table because. It was very clear to everybody, new people, new, you know, young and young infrastructure people all the way up to the top brass, what my specific goal in returning was. But I'll, I'll tell you that anytime we, like, I'm talking about the physical hardware, a belt, anytime a belt is new and shows up, every superstar wrestler, every one of them, we all want it. We, and that, like, just now I signed a replica one at this uh, wonderful appearance we did today. Um, and uh, so, like, man, it's very nice. It's very nice. It, we all, we have that, what's like gold fever. We all have gold fever for these titles. So it, it the way it came out of that press conference sounded like it was, like, leading on important men. That's as important as a title as there could possibly be. It's just not related to the sure. finish the story theme, I suppose. Do you feel like winning that one before winning the WWE Championship would somehow take any of the luster off of winning the oh, WWE Championship. Oh, I, I, I think what happens is, is what happens. So, you know, uh, you have uh, been covering it. This is a very unpredictable world. Yeah. It gets more unpredictable by the day. Every day there's some level of news, scandal, excitement, something every single day. Um, so I, I really sincerely, this one that I had for been lucky to get and also have earned i just want to let it ride see uh see where it goes so i, I wouldn't look at it in the sense of diminishing anything that's a massive title that represents monday night raw which is the show i'm i'm on so uh yeah no i know that because you were such a large part in starting aew that a lot of people might forever look at you as an AEW guy. I thought that documentary sort of highlighted that you view WWE as home. That's where you started. Decided you did. You said that it was your home. And I, I think that as things grow, like people are starting to become more accustomed to that. At what point did you fully realize, oh, this is home? Or did you know all along? Night after WrestleMania in Dallas. Night after WrestleMania in Dallas, I saw so many um, kids in the crowd who didn't care about what I'd done for three years and didn't care about the 10 years before that. They were present, they were in the moment, they thought this guy who came out of WrestleMania was clearly, and they were gonna be part of it, and they liked the energy. And it was at that point I, I really felt like, oh, the thing you've been seeking, you know, cool moves, great, 
wonderful promos, great, you know, trying to make them one full, you know, trying to hit home runs with everything. But that connection is is what we do. It's what, and it's why guys and girls get into it, and it's why they also can't walk away, you know, and why it's so fun to, to come back to. But that night after WrestleMania, I knew uh, something special was happening, and I, I'm, I'm here for it. And you, you've been heavily cheered ever since then, uh, beloved. And I'm sure you've seen it. People are like, oh, well, will this cause him to get booed? Yeah. This cause him? And it has, waiting. It hasn't happened. <laughs> what, what is sort of your diagnosis to that, to that adjustment from AEW where you got booed quite a bit to WWE where you're yeah. some of the most insane reactions I've ever heard when a note of your music hits? I really, in both places, I really... The reactions were wild uh, the, uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium, I remember, I just thought this is, is there. In a way, I think, in a way you think this is the coolest thing ever, because, you know, people, there's this narrative that people really want to push that, uh, that we weren't trying for that. No, you we were absolutely trying for that, and it was happening, and it was fun, and, uh, and I, I enjoyed it. The, not to the degree that I enjoy this, just because this is kind of times a hundred in a sense of, and it's no matter what time in the night uh, when it happens, and just despite it, there's just something special um, about about it here. But I I don't really have one that I I favor. I, I think I think the thing I favor is still kind of being built, still kind of happening. I think the ultimate reaction, the ultimate pop. And it doesn't come every night. It comes maybe even once, once in a career, once in a lifetime. And that's what I'm trying to, to build into. Was any part of you concerned after WrestleMania that that might subside? Or did you have a feeling that this, this, this swell of support would continue? I, uh, I mean, you always, you always feel a sense of responsibility, but you also don't want to be, you don't want to be carny where you're, you're trying to work them. I feel like working them, you can. But what's best is to work with them. I mean, the media audience, you never want to try to hoodwink people into believing you're a bad guy or believing you're a good guy. Like, that's like running a political campaign. Then just saying it sounds like slimy. So for me, I, I just had a lot of confidence, definitely. And ego was full. Confidence was at an all-time high that I am better than everybody here. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to, that's, I'm going to bring that in the most positive way I can here and deliver on Monday nights every week and hopefully deliver on the big PLEs or pay-per-views, whatever we're calling them as, as often as they come. And I just had a lot of confidence. The only time my confidence was really rattled was when I tore my pack because I don't, I don't like inconsistency as in my former gig, I barely even believed in injuries. I, I mean, you have to believe in them, but I definitely had that toxic mindset of, uh, you know, tape it up and go to the ring. I know that's not the correct mindset. I would not encourage it with anyone other than with, with app. And I felt like maybe I'm one of those guys, one of those guys who gets there and then, oh, that's why he couldn't handle it, which is why it was so important that I wrestled. I wasn't going to call out sick. Just the thought of that makes I'm on my head explode like spinning, but I just had to, I had to be there. I had to do it. Well, while you were sidelined, we saw Sami Zayn kind of explode in popularity, yeah. and I believe it was you, or or maybe it was Sammy, 
and said that you all ran into each other backstage at the Rumble, and you said, well, this is our... I, I said it to him. Uh, <laughs> I said it to him because it was uh, it was being discussed around us. I'm like, yeah, why don't we discuss it amongst us? And, uh, you know, Bruce Pritchard and uh, Ed Kosky, uh, Triple H, um, they all had the idea to put us in the ring together in uh, Barclays Center in New York and not run from it. Let's go towards each other and see. And that was that was a moment where, again, my confidence was, Sammy's amazing. Gosh, Sammy's amazing. I don't even want to just say it and then like throw it away. Sammy is incredibly special. And what he was doing is incredibly special. He was pulling a wagon. And I just wanted to be there to, to, to match him and also be hopefully incredibly special. I'm a big believer as... It's a good problem to have, and you can have it all. You can. You know, we've got Jey Uso. His face is everywhere. And I know the first guy to pin Loman in X amount of days, and here he is going for the, the one that we all want. Um, they can't run from it and run towards it. Uh, I like that. I, it brings out the best in all of us. Uh, as, as we wrap up, SummerSlam. Maybe you wrap up? I, no, I've, I went over the time that I was, uh, I was uh, told I could get anyway, but... I'm going to end it on a light note. I, I got submitted a reader question. Oh, that's the best way. By uh, Matt C. I think he hails from Florida, and he asked why you turned Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green's oh. wedding oh. into a barbecue. Okay, so here's the here's what he's, Matt Cardona, who uh, is a unique individual. I'd, I'd say he's 1B of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> QT's 1A, QT Marshall's 1A, and, and Matt's 1B. Uh, Chelsea might actually be 1B. Uh, Chelsea's, She's a good friend. Chelsea's ride or die. She's her shit. Um, but uh, he, and, he was having a barbecue, I mean, sorry, he was having a wedding <laughs> in Vegas, and he knew a friend. It was in Vegas. It, it, I guess I didn't realize how formalized the wedding was because it was in Vegas. It was a very formalized wedding. It was also maybe the best wedding I've ever been to in terms of the party that they put on. But I invited uh, Preston Vance. It was like, apparently his shoot name is Cody. I invited him and then made them say Vasky Cardona after. And Cardona, that's where he coined that dude, it's out of barbecue. Uh, so why he says that is, and this is the same reason when we go to HHN, who wants it to be four people and not 10. When there's a lot of people, he can't pick on me okay he's a he's like old school locker room bully style so he can't pick on me when other people are around and they kick on him we play air basketball and he never makes it uh and he hates that he's also super 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 frugal and cheap so he doesn't want to pay for a round when it comes around like i got a picture of him one time doing it uh and how reluctant he was to do it i heard that story from steve k about him being upset about not getting caught it and stuff that hammer what it was. I'm, I'm, sh I'm sure. I know he sent a Venmo request to one of my friends for uh, for some drinks that he bought him. So yeah, no, it is. Uh, Matt Cardona's one B, uh, and I really, I, 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 since we're in in light, I'd love to see Matt Cardona return to WWE. Okay, I have no clue if he wants that, if that's in the cards, but I really think Matt Cardona at least be part of the Rumble because I think the reaction man, not just the, for him to feel special, but I think fans would have a would be touched by it. And that, again, kind of wakes everybody up to, oh, look what this, this, look what this dude did. The Deathmatch King, the Indie God, selling those hats, you know? Yeah, the hats. Yeah. 
Good on Matt. It's wild. One B. One B. Uh, well, Cody, I want to thank you so much. Second time I've got to speak to you in uh, almost as many weeks. Uh, gonna need those documentary numbers to, to follow my lap somehow. I hear it's doing really, really well. Have a but, uh, fun. WWE SummerSlam here at Ford Field. Beautiful view. Cody, I want to thank you so much. Thank you. Thank your wife for holding it. <laughs> it. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Wait, is this a thing now? You can't do this anymore, right? See, you to do this. I do this now. I can't. Okay. Right. One of those. So sometimes I'll do like a little salute or whatever. Yeah, that's a scene in number two. He, he took them all. He took them all. My. That's it. And until next time, hey guys, we're out. I've often talked about uh, how much of a pay-per-view buyer I am. Take that any way you want it. But I'll tell you how I take it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Fastest VPN on the planet. Global server network. All that good stuff. That's great. But a big, big. Save big on Brunch for Mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Big reason why I got NordVPN.com slash Fightful is all the pay-per-views I buy, all the money we're spending. We're trying to control costs as a company, as a household. You can get those UFC pay-per-views at a fraction of the price you're paying here in America. Plus, you can get all kinds of great content that you wouldn't normally see thanks to those services as well. Uh, shows that are on overseas services, things that you want to watch a little bit early so you, so you get on that UK time and watch them. Being able to change the interfaces of things like the WWE Network, maybe you don't like Peacock, anything like that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that ability while having the fastest VPN on the planet. Also, you just get so much more out of your internet experience with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, subscribe to, to Fight and AEW Plus. Watch AEW without commercials. Uh, watch Bare Knuckle Boxing. Watch UFC pay-per-views, boxing pay-per-views at the rates they're getting over in the UK. Change your virtual location with just one click. And hey, if you need any help using it, they got that 24-7 tech support. NordVPN.com slash Fightful.